Hello, everyone. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by Audible, Blue Apron, and Me Undies. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm Brandon. I'm Chris. I'm Gus. So the, the cock block intro there was new. You hadn't seen it? that before. I didn't see that before. Normally, we only show that before the live broadcast on Monday nights for first members, mm. and it's swapped out because tonight Couch Hop's debuting their uh, podcast after ours, CCTV. Yeah. So, and if they out. ever forget to make their show, we can just just stream our security footage. It'd be <laughs> accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a CCTV. There Look you at you making the joke. He went there. It wasn't <laughs> a very good joke. The fact <laughs> that you on it made it even worse. It made it so worse. I, I got to. I got to do that. So, I love having Brandon on the podcast. Oh, I like it. Cut. We're going to start with that. <laughs> We're going to start with it. But like. I, I, I had other stuff I wanted to talk about, but already Brandon has derailed me. I feel like Brandon and I don't see each other that frequently, Mm-mm. but anytime I see Brandon, it's always something fun. He, uh, we, I, I was sitting here, I got here first to the set before, you know, we started, and I was going over uh, ad copy and like, looking up stuff to talk about. And Brandon comes in, he's like, man, our dryer here sucks. Like, what's wrong? He said, I've had my sweater in there over an hour and it's still wet. I said, did you take the lint out? Did you clean the lint trap? He goes, I don't know. I know I did not. I said because I absolutely know I, I did you, not. If the dryer is not drying, the lint trap is full. We go over there and open it up. It's like overflowing. With no, lint. it's not overflowing. Can, it's like half full. That can start a fire. It can start a fire. Oh come on! It's not going to start you a fire. You change it every time you use it, aren't you? Are you supposed to do it every single time? Yes. Uh, it, well, there, there was enough there. I will say that it wasn't. That, that was not just one load worth of lint. That yeah. was several loads. People have not been changing that out. Well, I'm not an engineer. I don't know how much, how many loads. No, it definitely probably is not. I will say this, though. Uh, one, dryer sucks no matter what, even outside of that. But two, like, when you open it up, you don't see lint trap. It's right like every, in front of no. you. It says clean lint trap before using. It's like you open it and it's at eye level. No, it's not. You have to, like, put your head in and, like, <laughs> tilt your eyes down and squint. Have you ever used a washer dryer before? I have. When I open my dryer, <laughs> it's like, oh, lint trap. But, I mean, I rarely ever use this. I just didn't think of it. So why were you using it today? Oh, I had to wash this nice, uh, hoodie. So, I don't, I don't feel comfortable just wearing a t-shirt, but I am wearing my Brandon 2.0 shirt. Is that, is that an old of, shirt, right? Yeah. Okay. Speaking of our merchandise, I saw, uh, a piece of our merchandise in a very interesting place out uh, uh, on Porno. the internet. No. Ooh. So I was I was watching um, you know YouTube last night and I started watching uh, to catch a predator. Oh, it's oh, a great yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was watching it and uh, I noticed you know how they have like decoy you know the the way it is they they have they they trap child predators and then they have decoys come in who are pretending to be like underage <laughs> boys and girls. They're actually like 18, but they're the decoys, right? Yeah. One of the decoys was wearing a rooster teeth, <laughs> a rooster oh. teeth jacket. There's Chris Hansen. Is, is about that the, it? That's it. That's how is that? Shot. How is that legal? How did that pass their lawyer? But that's Chris Hansen about to pop in to you know to stop. Look, they still do they still make to catch a predator? I that, thought they stopped. They revamped it. That's like the revamp. It's not actually called to catch a predator now. It's like Hansen versus Predator. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 I, I want to see that movie. Like Alien yeah. vs. Predator kind of sucked, but Hansen vs. Predator would be pretty awesome. He must get depressed in that line of work, just ruining different people's He's lives. He's not ruining day. their lives. 
They're ruining their own. Yeah, lives. yeah. I mean, probably such a huge the, power the, trip. The, 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 the other alternative is like he's ruining their lives, but whose lives might they have ruined? I mean, their saving. lives deserve to be ruined, but yeah. it's him who has to break the news and see their face and see it's all gotta, the dread yeah. fill their face, and they have to think, you know, I'm, I'm done huge, with life. It's a huge power trip, though, because he doesn't force those guys to stay there. He does like some kind of weird, like pedophile mind trick, right? and just says, "Sit why down." Why sit down? And they just sit, and he just chastises them for like thirty minutes. Well, because they, they don't know, they they probably think like he's a police officer or something. A lot of them, though, at yeah. this point, they they know it. They're like, Chris, Chris Hansen. Hansen, shit. Yeah. <laughs> After the first two specials, so many people were like, Does "Oh, anyone, I watched this show." Has anyone ever been like, "Oh yeah, I thought this was that. I yes. came here. I came here to meet you." <laughs> oh, I don't know if they use that cover, but it's like, definitely I to like meet Chris I thought... Hansen. So of course I did this. <laughs> One of the it might have been it might have been a signed photo, like a photo frame. Can you sign it? This is the proof. Like, <laughs> roll or like I, what you're doing is entrapment. What I'm doing, I have my own show. It's called To Catch To Catch Predator. <laughs> <laughs> so that that camera crew comes out, and then your camera crew comes out, and they're just filming each other. You sit down. It's just like a sit down, like yeah. Usually it's like stand sit down standoff. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll come out and be like, take a seat, and they'll talk for like five minutes, and then the camera crew comes out, and then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like but you've already been filmed for like twenty minutes. Well, I know? think a part of it is they know that as soon as they step outside. They're gonna get arrested. Yeah. They're so like, it might be like, well, it's better to stay here. But I think like when they first started, they didn't do that. Cause he cornered this one really weird guy who showed up, took off all his clothes before he even got in the house. <laughs> and really crazy. Yeah. He was there to meet a young boy. It's very, very disgusting. So he uh chewed the guy out, or sorry, bad choice of words. He uh <laughs> chastised blew the, the guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> they were monitoring the same guy that night online, and they made another appointment with him the next morning at McDonald's to like he that that guy thought he was gonna meet a underage kid. Like they got him a second they got time. Him twice. And they showed up. He and dipped. yeah, he's like I can't believe you're doing this. It's never happened. And the guy was like, I'm just here for a burger. I'm just here to eat. Oh, that's great TV, Chris. You're right. That's like, I'm, I have no idea it was back. So yeah. Like, I didn't either. I thought they were in legal trouble. I thought that's right. They had to stop for a while. Yeah, I guess they worked it out. <laughs> but seriously, how, how did they get past their lawyers to wear one of our sweatshirts? Okay. That, that's fine. It's do you have a problem with that? No publicity. We had to publicity. do that. Like we, I've had to go through that process before. Of like, you can't wear anything with another logo when you're doing something. You got a logo right now. I know it's our logo. Oh, okay. Well, and it's I mean, nice it's and dry too. You should see it when it you could wet. play. You could play a, a, a 13 year old boy to catch a predator with that. Was, can anyone there, do that? Could any of us bait a pedo? I think they work with law enforcement. Right. So you'd have to have like that law enforcement. Permission. Be a good RT life, like four of us each try and get see who we can <laughs> to get. see who can catch a predator. <laughs> come in. Like, ah, I got my feet up. <laughs> like which one of you can act most like a fourteen year old? <laughs> I just play with my fidget spinner. <laughs> Our parents are out of town. How do you, how would the point system work? Like, let's say we all get somebody. It's whoever how gets someone do, fastest. It's, yeah, who who can? It's a race. Oh, there has to be like certain other like things. Like the older the person, like bonus points. You got to like like Mario Party. You get, you think the game's over, then all those fucking bonus stars comes in. Right. We'd have to make. Well, like you get bonus points for following through with it. <laughs> <laughs> too far, Chris. Too far. I don't think it was too far. I just think it was deep. Uh, <laughs> is there any way we could get screenshots from the video uh, that I took of uh, Gus and I, or even see the the video evidence of? The not the to catch dryer. A predator. Do we have another <laughs> back to the dryer? Do we have? Well, I mean, I'm saying like we have the 
we can let the we're people decide. This one's gr it's got like gum and shit all over it. It makes the beer taste bad. You can use my keys. Is there one? Uh, oh, right there. There's one right there. Thanks. I think Nick was pointing at it. Yeah. Wait, how right does that make it taste bad, Gavin? Um, I don't know. Is this it like just like scrapes up against the lip. I can see that. Um, so what was I going to say? So you, we we're t going back. Now you you brought it back to the dryer. So this is your fault. Um, I wish. <laughs> I, I get it. I wish that I could spend a week living with Brandon. I I think. I could fix so much of your life. Could you really? I, I think so. You'd stop making him buy grass from California. Right. No, that's a no-brainer. Here it is. Oh, you, <coughs> we literally just took this video. It's already you ready. Did you film it at twelve frames a second? No. I'd, look at that. No, no. Oh my god. Yeah, but look, look how much it holds. It's <laughs> look like how much it fifty-five percent full. <laughs> but the top part probably doesn't even accept lint. Yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, the block is on the bottom half. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but. How many people before me? How many people before me do you think did not clean that? That looks like five or six like dry. That's more cycles. than that. That's like ten. It's a communal That's washer 10? dryer. That's a lot. Notice though, even in that video, you could not see where the little sign was to empty the lint roll. I didn't. It went by too fast. I think we started after. Well, I don't know. Yeah. You could. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's not a good angle for it. It's like from the side. Oh, it's not so like, wait, it's it, not POV. It's not on the ground. It's on top of the right. You don't even have to bend uh, down. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do. You gotta. See, you gotta like, get in there. I assume most people have those on the floor, so they look down at that angle. But if it's a head height, then mm. you might not look down on that text. No, you gotta know. get. You know, you gotta get your head in there and just. You know, really, it's like muff diving, but with my flint oh, okay. diving. My cat loves being in the dryer, and it terrifies me. It will just sit in there oh. after a load, and I'm like, if I ever just don't check that there's a cat in there before I start it, that'll be awful. Yeah, there's you, no. How, how long would it take you to figure that out? Well, oh, I'm probably I think, not until it's done. The cat will probably let you know right away. Would it? Well, well I, have unless, a, unless, unless it immediately story, hits its story, head and story. passes out. <laughs> I like Chris raises his my hand. my uh, mom had a cat when she was growing up. Her family and they were uh, doing laundry one day, oh, and they're like, "Man, is someone someone drying their sh tennis shoes?" It's like oh. clumping, clunk, 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 clunk. Oh, God. They open up the dryer. The cat was dry, <laughs> very dry, and dead. Jesus. So it's like, how a, long was it in there? Did, did I don't say? know. I, I mean, long enough. I mean, I don't. <laughs> that <laughs> like, was dry and dead. That, that's terrible. It's like a that, thing where it's like, I remember like Christmas, it got brought up and like my aunt started crying just because thinking of the memory of like opening up the dryer. That's gotta be, yeah, that's traumatic, man. That yeah. sucks. God, that's I shitty. Would, there, I wouldn't be able to get the cow. I think I would just close You'd the dryer and sell it. Well, I wouldn't sell it. I'd like, <laughs> throw it out. Like, I wouldn't be able to extract the cat. For sale. <laughs> <laughs> Super cheap dryer. <laughs> I will pay you to take comes it. with cat. <laughs> Very dry cat. Can you get a can a ghost like haunt an appliance? Are there no, because ghosts that? don't exist. But, no, I know, um, but the people who believe in ghosts, I don't believe in ghosts. I'm just saying, is that a well, thing? You saying if, if people believe in ghosts, does this apply? Then yeah, I mean, people will believe anything. Yeah, but some people, I think there are people who could believe in ghosts that would say, no, that could never happen. Well, there will just be people who say it would happen. Yeah, it's it's all it's all nonsense. You could just replace the sentence with X and yes. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Fine. Speaking of ghosts, I rewatched The Sixth Sense this weekend. And hold I, up, were you surprised at the I, end? I I was really surprised. I don't think I've. Oh. Se 
God. Oh, Where that's did it spill? Bad. How did that spill? It was just in your lap. No. Paper towels. Thanks. Patrick's already got them. <laughs> oh! <laughs> hit the light. Um, it held up really well. I'm getting. It's a good the movie. God damn it! I, I don't think I'd seen it. Oh god! There you go. That was I don't think I'd seen it since it came out in the theater. Maybe I saw it like on DVD when it first came out on DVD, nineteen years ago now. But man, that movie holds up. That movie's still yep. really good. Um, Esther had not seen it, and she was like, "Oh, but I already know. Big deal, right? You know, Bruce Willis is dead the whole time, or whatever." I was like, "Well." There's really a lot more to it, and then you know we watched it at the end. She's like, "Wow, yeah, that was really good." Yeah, it does a really good job of uh, of exploring that kind of stuff. And and you know, that, that I understand some people maybe have never seen it because they know the twist, the, the end, right? That's been spoiled. It's still a good movie. There's still a lot of ways that they approach a lot of interesting things they do, like talking about ghosts and the possibility of ghosts. And yeah, like, and really excellent direction too. Like all the scenes between Bruce Willis and his wife. Mm-hmm. Like obviously she yeah. doesn't acknowledge him because he's not real, but it just feels like. Oh, there's something in their marriage. Like you feel that tension and it's so well done and it just works just because it's not the ghost stuff he does well. It's everything else that makes a ghost thing work. What about Unbreakable? When's the last time you saw Unbreakable? Actually, I rewatched Unbreakable like two or three weeks ago. How was that? Did that hold up? Uh, Yeah, Unbreakable is a fucking great movie. Yeah, I really, really, really liked it. I I I thought it was underrated. I think I saw that in the theaters. I think Jeff and I went together and saw that in the theater. Fucking gave each other hand jobs the whole time. It was great. Shyamalan's Uh, new movie uh, is supposed to be good too. Split, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, I didn't think Split was as good as, you know, Sixth Sense or Unbreakable. But it was still, it was still fine. It was a good movie. Did you see yep. Alien Covenant? I've not seen Alien Covenant yet. Have, oh, you saw it, right? Yeah, because I went off on Twitter about GoPros and that. Oh, oh, right, I saw right. that. I agree with that. I, I mean, it's just like everyone was like, "Well, yeah, cameras and that." But if I can see technology from the the year I'm living in. In a movie that's supposed to be set in twenty one oh four, it's whatever. just like yeah, wait, it's so, so, so distracting. What, so what happened there? So you it's a hundred years in the future. It would be like seeing a camera from the year nineteen hundred. Yeah, I'm like, in a why not today? give them iPhones or, and Apple watches and stuff? Right, it'd be just as weird to see that. Yeah, hmm. everything else was so futuristic, and then they had like a Hero Five. To where it's like GoPro obviously sponsored them, like or just you you think that it's a GoPro, like they could obviously put a shell around it and make it look like something else. Just dress it so it looks like imagine what camera technology is gonna be like in twenty one oh four. It's gonna be ridiculous. Right. They might just float behind you. Right. Who knows? It wouldn't be a GoPro on a stick with all the mounting like, <laughs> a screw like that, would it? So you're imagining like the Mario 64 cloud guy? Like some yeah, kind like of technology like that that yeah, so just, you have like it'd be just a drone that follows yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, drone. Like like fly size or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was just it was just really distracting to me. You know like what? I feel like I shouldn't be able to go out after I've seen a futuristic Ridley Scott movie and buy something that I saw in the movie. Do you get distracted when you watch older movies that rely on obsolete <laughs> technology? Like um you ever see the Russell Crowe movie not the informant, the whistleblower, something something to that effect? I never no. saw it. Well, it's like so much of the dramatic... Oh, it was Inside Man, right? Inside Man, yeah. thank you. So much of the dramatic tension are like close-ups on fax machines. <laughs> and it's so hard not to be distracted by like like ancient, ancient technology. So, do you, do you know ahead. what movie oh, you should go see when it comes out? It's Baby Driver. That's coming out soon, right? Yeah, it's so good. What movie? It's Baby, Baby Driver. Driver. I saw it at South By. What's that? It's 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 the... um, It's like a, a, the... What's his name from uh, Shaun of the Dead and... um. Edgar Wright. It's a new Edgar Wright movie. Huh. It's fucking awesome. It's like what you want out of a Fast and Furious movie or something like that. I didn't see Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah, cool. I've never caught it either. What have I was going to say... Jo- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, let me, I'm going to step back for a second, so save that thought. Uh, we had like a slightly weird 
roundabout connection to Alien Covenant. When we were in Australia filming the Space Invaders immersion, we were at the Fox studio filming it in the same soundstage as Alien Covenant. Oh, that's oh, awesome. They, they like, were doing, yeah. Yeah, like the wall behind- The Space Invaders? Yeah, the wall- that long ago? Yeah, the wall behind where you, where you guys were, where the aliens were advancing to, on the other side of that wall is where they were filming Alien Covenant. <laughs> Why did they film it there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I remember because uh, at one point, we were on break or something, and I walked outside. I think I was gonna go get like coffee or something, and I bumped into this guy who's a Rooster Teeth fan. I was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm uh, I'm wrangling data data for Alien Covenant. I've got all these hard drives with the film. Like we're Holy shit. like we're taking it for, to go to go process daily." So I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they shot um, Alien Ridley. Yeah, Ridley Scott. Uh, he's British. Yeah. Right? Um, so I think they shot the first Alien in a soundstage in Britain. Yeah, it's probably at Pinewood. Yeah, and I think there's all those like horror stories about like him versus the crew, like they both hated each other, and those all those. Uh, that was, but that I mean, was, it seems like a movie one. that's very friendly to. That was the, the crew versus Cameron on Aliens. Oh, did he yeah. shoot it in? It's he shot it in the UK also. He yeah, he shot that movie after Terminator, but it hadn't come out yet in England, so nobody knew James Cameron. Mm. And it was like, who's this young schmuck? And everyone was being an asshole to him, <laughs> just being normal British crew, stopping for tea time and that. But yeah, he had a rough time, and then after that, I assumed it was fine because Aliens was a wicked movie. Yeah, it was pretty dope. So, did you try to get in the soundstage or? No, we were work we were working, and they were working. They wanted they wanted to close set. Yeah, yeah, they would not have been like, yeah, come on in, <laughs> check I, it out. I wasn't expecting to like Alien Covenant, but I liked it more than Prometheus. Well, you That's said something interesting, right? It made you appreciate Prometheus more. Yeah, I felt like it. Like it was retroactively made Prometheus better because Prometheus to me was like full of gaps and weird decisions, but now it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Did you kind of feel that way about um, uh, Westworld, like with the finale? Like when I was watching Westworld, I was like, this is okay, and then I saw the finale, I was like, oh, this makes the show so much better now that I understand what it was going for. When I rewatch it a second time, I like the show way, way more than I think the first time. I loved it the whole time. I loved really? it from the first episode, even when like the first scenes where you're watching that repetition the first couple of times going through. Um, I, th I thought like I was hooked right away. Yeah, yeah. I was too. It was the middle that kind of I kind of started. I can, I th are you kidding me? Yeah. I thought every episode of Westworld was better than the last episode. Yeah, I thought it was really? like it started on ten and went all the way to ten. Yeah, it was like every episode was like, how are they going to do? Make, how are they going to make that better? And the next one was like, oh my god, how the fuck are they yeah. going to top that? Every week was consistently better and better. That was well, some predictable you watch it, stuff. But did you watch yeah. it through a second time? I have no. not yet. I'm waiting uh, until we get closer to. Um, a potential second season before okay. I watch it again. Well then do that and let me know what you think. So maybe it goes up to 11. I, I just I... feel like once you, after seeing the finale the show gets better. Mm. I'm actually watching Twin Peaks again because it's back. Mm. Is it good? Because at the end of Twin Peaks. Have you ever seen Twin Peaks? No. It's like some crap happens. A lot of crap. And one of the characters says I'll see you in 25 years. Oh and yeah. I heard that. Ago. So now everyone's old. <laughs> and they're making the same show and it's so cool. I mean, I mean, it's, it's so weird. You have to, it's one of the weirdest shows I've ever seen. I have a habit of just rewatching stuff because I feel like it's so much easier, less of an investment. You like, I'm just rewatching like The it. Wire again. Yeah. For like the who knows how many times. Well, uh, I remember Tarantino joked about it during Kill Bill. He said that he wanted to make Kill Bill Volume 3, but have it be like 20 or 25 years later, where it's Vivica Fox's daughter grown up taking her revenge on Uma Thurman's character. So I wonder if like, we'll eventually reach that point where it's been, I mean, shit, it's been at this point. Uh, 15, 15 almost years? 15 years yeah. since it came out. I thought those movies were really underrated. Like I thought they were really, 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 really fantastic. And I don't think, I, I, I don't think well, I don't think people would put it in the same level as like Pulp Fiction. 
for him. Well, Pulp Fiction's one of the best movies ever. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really really good. I mean, I legitimately think um, as concept, especially as concept films, the first and the second one are like really 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 amazing. Yeah, like the best pairing of movies that I feel like I've seen. Because it was part one and part two. <laughs> yeah, but two movies like I mean, in comparison to to like movies that just have sequels. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Well, in like the four other examples of that, I was gonna say no. Well, in, in that case, I think they You're conceived right. it as like one big film, and then they just cut it. Yeah, but so, well, I mean, thematically though, they're so different. Like it's oh, not the yeah. same. Like Harry Potter Part One and Two, or yeah. Hunger Games I mean, Part One and Two. Like one is very much a you know kung fu movie. Yeah. However, you want to classify it, I'm sure people have their own particular way. And the other spaghetti western. Yeah, I, I, I'll admit, uh, the first time I watched Kill Bill Volume Two, I did not like it. Really, I felt like. It dragged too much at the beginning with Michael Madsen's character, like all the Buck stuff. Oh, no, not Buck. Uh, what was his name in that? Um, Michael Madsen. No, I think it was Buck. Was it? No, I know the other guy oh, was, no, my no, name no, is no, Buck no, and no. I like to fuck. That's why I'm getting him confused. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Michael Madsen character, I thought that part dragged on too long. Uh, but then, like, as time's gone on, I've learned to appreciate the second film more and more. And I, I really like the second one a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, from, from the first second for that, I, I, I absolutely loved it. So I'm getting worse in public. I'm, I'm becoming more like you, I think. I had so Wow. Damn. Getting better. <laughs> that was... I, had a, I had this thing. I was at the airport the other day. and You sound just like me. Yeah. <laughs> so I went in the lounge to wait because I was two hours or whatever. Sat down. All the plugs were taken. I needed to charge my phone. I was like, oh, I just, I guess I'll just pull out my uh, battery that's mm -hmm. in my suitcase. I sat down, but the woman next to me had <laughs> the same battery. And I was like... I don't want to pull mine out because I don't want her to look at it and think for a second that I've grabbed hers. <laughs> like a weird interaction. So I just didn't use it. And I was like, I'm just going to move somewhere else and go. Yeah. Oh, but you did I, get up. I I Why should I be worrying about that? I would have thought that or I would have thought, I don't want her to talk to me about the battery because it's like a yeah. common thing we share now. Yeah. Like those are the two things I would have thought about. You never like just starting random conversations nope. with strangers? No, no. especially not in an airport. It's like the best. You're never going to see those people again, especially it's not like starting a, um, a random argument with somebody in the same city. Why do you want to argue with people? Not argument, I'm sorry. Oh. Conversation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Brandon talks. It's all argument. Hey! <laughs> have you, um, have you spent any time in the new or the expanded terminal at uh, Bush Airport in Houston? Yes. The one with like, like a thousand iPads? Yes. That are just lining. That's amazing. That's how it's Newark genius. is. I was talking about really? that a few months ago on this podcast. That you don't have to talk to anybody. You can just like put your order in and the food comes out. It's great. Oh, they bring it food to the concourse? Yeah, have you not, have, I guess you just saw it. You didn't use it? Well, no, I'm just talking about like you're there at your gate and instead of just sitting in a bunch of rows, there's all these counters with like a bunch of iPads. Yeah, you can order food or drinks at them. Oh, I know. And then they'll bring what it out you to you. With them? Huh? What were you doing with the iPads? Um, well, we didn't have time, but I just assumed people <laughs> just sat there and just surfed the internet on it. Oh. Like anything that's not, you know, private, if you're just like dicking around, just use that. Like, it's just genius. And I was just like, There's... I flew, I flew Virgin for the first time and I didn't realize you can order food from the screen. Oh. If you're in like some select where you get free food. So I was like, that one. <laughs> and they just, they brought it within like 40 seconds. It's like that, uh, conveyor belt sushi place. Have you been yeah. there yet? The oh, I, 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 There's I one in Austin now? Yeah, yeah. Bernie was telling me about it. Like, Everyone's talking about it. I want to go. It's like over at airport in Lamar. So they've got like the conveyor belt with all the sushi that runs around throughout the entire restaurant. Or if you want, there's like a, a like a tablet there and you can like order sushi and it comes out on a separate conveyor belt that goes like, whoop, it just zips right to your table and stops. But what if you get stuck at the end of the conveyor belt? Nothing. What do you mean? 
Like if you're, you know, it's like basically everybody else is everybody always else gone. And you're just then you like... can order off the other the express conveyor belt. Oh, okay. You can still order the same stuff or order additional things. Um, Chris, I think I sent this video to you. I don't know if you guys saw it. Um, Elon Musk released this like conceptual video of a like transportation system using his tunnels or whatever, and it, it's kind of similar to what you're talking about. Like you. Uh, park your car on like this like tray basically and the tray goes underground and then just like zooms like through underground tunnels and takes you to like some other like random place and it's just I assume it goes to a place you want and not another random place. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I'm gonna get in the tunnel, we'll see where I end up. (laughs) I do it, I do it just for the experience. You'll be like, yeah, yeah, it's like where do I want to visit today? I don't know. (laughs) I do it for the experience. But yeah, Los Angeles, here I come. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I mean, so it's just one of those things just to be like, you know, hey, look, I started a new company that I, makes I tunnels. I just don't like, see the point. It's just cars driving on trays. But Well, it, it's... No, 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 but... It's but efficient, like, it's an automatic navigational boom. system, like... Like, there's no lane changing or anything? Like, imagine if all the cars there are going 200 miles an hour or something, and it's all coordinated, you don't have to worry about braking. Yeah, it's I'll, like... Can you imagine being stuck down there, though, if it all broke down? Oh, like, there's a fire. Oh, 124 miles an hour. It's essentially the same thing as a subway, except you don't have to, you know, sit next to other I random just, people. I'm so then, confused by it. I love it. It's like a barge for your car. You know, like, you car. get, you, you, yeah. you want to take your car somewhere else, you don't want to have to drive it over the river. So does that only work with Teslas? I think, theoretically, it would work with anything. <laughs> like, if you park on it and it drops down, but your car's too big and it's just hanging over the hole. <laughs> Or it's like you don't get a solid lock and the whole ride your car is just kind of jittery You're like, oh my god, I'm gonna die <laughs> It's like the worst trip I feel like ever. it just puts too much in the hands of the driver to get right that it's just not gonna go right There's gonna be like someone with a, a couch on the top someone, of that car Someone could there. be like, yeah. oh, they're having an emergency and they like fuck it up for everyone like they have to pee And then you know and In the know. future there'll be a pee hole in your car Oh, that'd be nice I don't know why that's not already there now Well, because you have to Theoretically, you have to drive. Is it literally? But if you don't have to drive, street, like if you did hook some sort of funnel to your knob hole and then you just piss through the bottom of your car, is that illegal? Would I, the spray of piss on the cars behind you make it illegal? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty I, sure you're not to throw urine out into the I road. I peed in a car before. In a bottle? Yeah. I remember when I were was a kid. Were you driving? No. Oh. <laughs> when I was a kid, we were on a road trip or something and I was like, Mom, I have to pee. And we were, she was like, We're stuck in traffic. There's like, we're not going anywhere. And I'm like, I have to pee. And she was like, hands me a bottle. And I'm like, all right. How do you get it in, like, you know, without spraying everywhere? I'm, I don't know. I figured Horse it out. Baby. Yeah. Did you just thumb <laughs> the whole penis in the hole? I didn't do that. I just put the head on the tip of the bottle and just like held it. What kind of bottle was it? Might have been a Gatorade bottle, I feel like. Oh, so you got a big hole. Yeah, then. it was a big hole, yeah. and just, I didn't, like, stick it all in. And... Would you be afraid, though, if you stuck it all in, and then, I don't know, for whatever reason, you started to get horny? <laughs> You're just, like, stuck I was, in like, there. five, well, horny I, you know, like, I, I don't know, guys, my dick's near a hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, what if, uh, no, that... somebody says something, or you see something, uh, I don't know, like, you know. Well, one, <laughs> How I fast do you get an erection? How fast? Tits. <laughs> Brandon, tits. How fast do you go from flaccid to fully erect, Brandon? Well, at this age, not very fast, but, you know, if I was, like, 13, you know, when you're that age, you just, it's yeah. just, like, nonstop. I, yeah, I, I mean, well, one, like this is before, I didn't even know what an erection really meant. To me, it was just something that my penis did that was weird every once in a while. <laughs> but when you were, like, four, 
Yeah, when I was like a kid, I didn't know yeah. what it was. It was just like my pe- every once in a while, my penis is this weird thing where it gets big and hard, and I don't know why. You're <laughs> like, man, it's I have a huge penis. <laughs> no, it wasn't even that. It was just like it was, a, you know, it was a thing that happened. I, I genuinely didn't know what it was. You were getting erections at four. I don't know. I well, kids get them. Yeah, I didn't happen. It wasn't like I was like horny all the time, like Brandon apparently. <laughs> Jerking well, off into Gatorade bottles. Well, it's We're getting aroused by Gatorade bottles. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference, Chris. It's crazy now because you can go to Wikipedia and just like search ejaculation, <laughs> and there's literally a GIF of a penis ejaculating. Are you serious? Like, when we were growing up, like, yeah, growing up, like, I, I, you didn't know anything. You just kind of like had to, like, I don't know, learn casually or through the grapevine or with movies or stuff. Like, I yeah. remember somebody said, um, I remember being in school and some kid bragged about getting a blowjob. I remember being like, oh, that's awesome. But thinking, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I to this day, I don't know how I learned about it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something totally <laughs> different. <laughs> to this day, I don't know what a blowjob is. Yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia I'm gonna, is going to teach me. Yeah. I feel like I was always slightly misled by the size of sperm when I was learning about them. Yeah, you always thought they were bigger, like yeah, like you could see one. You're like, oh, look at that, <laughs> like a sea monkey <laughs> or like a tadpole yeah. is what I would think. Yeah, oh. a bunch of tiny poles. That'd be how crazy would it be if when you finished having sex when you're coming, tadpoles are shooting out of your dick. Oh, <laughs> like the size of actual tadpoles are like <laughs> oh, <jumping>. uh, <laughs> you'd feel the bulge as they came. I know out. it'd be like. Let us spawn. What if they made a noise? Like they like pop down. Audibly count them. And the girl stands up, and all these tadpoles are popping. Like flopping around everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, in that case, you just like splooge in an aquarium, and they just like just start swimming everywhere, trying to grow a baby. Really got to do an addery at some point. Have you seen? There's this video, I might have brought him on the podcast before, of what it looks like when sperm go through, like, a woman's body, like, through the uterus, and, like, it's just, like, a minefield. It reminds me of everything I've read about World War One. Yeah, but it's like, like a way miracle worse. that any of them make it. Yeah. That's why you have to produce so many. Yeah. yeah. Like, Chris, the body you, just tries to kill him. Yeah. Do you remember um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game? The mm-hmm. one that was impossible? You remember in the water level with all those like tentacles that oh, kill yeah, yeah. you? They even have those. It's just like, <laughs> and it like just grabs your tail and just like, you know, just pulls they want you down. The strong, it's like, it's like the best one. The strong survive, you know? It's like they got to make it through the gauntlet. How did we get through? My, I've, <sighs> I've said for a while, it's like, you, you go and celebrate your, your birthday, right? when you were born, but like you didn't do anything when you were born. It's like, it's when, it's what you should be celebrating is nine months from your birthday when you like made it. When you made the impossible mission? Yeah, when you passed the gauntlet. Yeah, everything else is just congratulations for not dying yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I think I, I read that uh, essentially to be alive, like you've, you've won the lottery already. Like mm. uh, all odds considered. Yeah, you're right. And, and, you, and you're right, like it's not, a day, it's not an event that we celebrate at all. Just because mainly we don't want to think about our parents fucking. Yeah. So, how, how many people have lived? I think most people who lived are alive right now. Like, I think it's a relatively small number. But it's more than the current population. Yes, of course. Num- but like, and there yeah, was certain... it's like, it's a huge, you know, it's like the number of people in the history in the past was like tiny compared to now. I wonder yeah, if you could figure out how much <laughs> jizz has jizzed. Oh. It, or how many little sperms. Because you come from a, a hefty pool of you know, one time yeah, yeah. where all of you went in and then you got to think, 
how many times has that? How many times have you? How many sperm have been made? Is what yeah. you're asking. Like how in many the world? in all history? Earth sperm have Earth ever sperm? been made? Well, it's not easy because like there's it hasn't really been a gradual like constant increase in population. Like there have been certain like things that have happened that created like exponential growth in population, like, like farming. Yeah, like when we learned how to farm. Well, but even like, still, though, I mean, you think, well, yeah, you're right, Gus, because it's like you think about the lottery. Like even just in one, in one, you know, load, there's millions of sperm, right? Right. Yeah. But then, how many loads are there in your like that actually get into a vagina? You know, like most loads don't. They most just go into like some you know tissue. Well, it's like that. <laughs> you know, like it was like yeah. that bill that somebody proposed in the Texas legislature. I think you tweeted about it, right? Oh. Like. Uh, imposing a fine every time a guy jerks off and it's not inside a woman. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. you know, because you're not allowing the sperm. It was a. I really you thought know. we were going to get to the hattery at some point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> just look up how many how many sperms have existed and okay. then we'll get right. So we're, we're, we're doing a little bit of math here, right? So. Uh, what, what is. F so I, I've, according to the BBC article I just read, it, th there's no way to know how many humans have existed over all time. But okay. the estimate is somewhere. They're around 15 billion. Okay. 15, Only 15 it? billion? 15 billion. Well, I, I would have guessed the, 60. The population goes, it, it goes Yeah, 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 but I still would have guessed more than 15 um, billion. So, and here's here's a little graph actually to highlight what uh, Brad, what Gavin was just saying about how population yeah. explodes. This is from 1500 to today. Yeah. So if there's 15 billion, 15 billion times, so it's, every load is between two to five milliliters. So what do you want to estimate that at? How many? Three? How many? Oh, how you want to go three. by the number? You want to go by? I thought you wanted sperm. to go by volume. No, no. how many sperm? Ah, uh, the the tough thing though is you also have to factor in the expected life uh, life expectancy too over yeah, time because the longer someone's alive, the more we're just, we're just gonna go with the number of people and then right. yeah yeah yeah. Let's yeah. So you got to half that number for so for in dudes. each each milli each milliliter there's a hundred million. So if we do three milliliters, three. that's three hundred million. Three hundred million per. Per load. Load. Yeah. So we'll assume one load per person, 15 billion times 300 million. Well, no, because women don't have sperm. Oh, good. But they were all conceived. Wait. <laughs> sperm had to have created the woman. From a dick. <laughs> Which only half those people have. Right, but her father had a dick. Right. So every so every human jizzes. every human had a jizz that made them. Is what right. I'm getting at. So you have to multiply it by the whole number. Okay. We, so we're just talking about the people making yes, jizzes. Yes, the people making jizz. Okay. Oh, and then okay. we'll take that. The number's already too big for my calculator here. <laughs> Wouldn't it be easier using, to think about to estimate using, how many men have lived? I hope someone just listening from there, like, will break this down for us. <laughs> someone will. Uh, hashtag like, RT so, podcast to the power of seventy. It, 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 even Google Calculator. 4.5 to the power of 18. Yeah. So four. And that's just the, the offspring producing jizzes correct. of mm. all time. Yes. And wait, so then just find out the average life and do one jizz per day on average. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not doing this math anymore. Because <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. that's what I want to know. I want to know, like, and say someone has two kids, like on average, two or three kids, right? Yeah. And that's split between two people, right? So, like, yeah. That's a that's a lot of sperm per person that get wasted. Well, how much how much sperm do you feel like you've wasted in your life? Billions. <laughs> <laughs> well, if so, every if every load is three hundred million, 
You jerk off four times and you're already wasted billions. Exactly. On average, how 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 often do you jerk off a week? Brendan, everyone on Twitter's bitching about your 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 hoodie string. It's like going into your neck. Oh, okay. Like a feeding <laughs> tube. Thank God. Um have you wasted a quadrillion sperm? I'm think? sure. <laughs> so let's I say no how old you're maybe no like no doubt. You've been doing it for what, maybe like uh, eighteen years? Since I was a little, ten or eleven. So we'll say Early nineteen starter. years. Ten. Ten or eleven. What were you doing at ten? What did you even how do you even know what to do with it? I read it in a book. So you on average, what book did you read? You went to the library. Some book. What book? It was like actually instructed. It was like a music. no. It wasn't like a how-to book. Oh, <laughs> like how to jerk off. Was it? A it was book? a. It was like a. Uh, what What did you call those books? That, Textbook. Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. It was an encyclopedia, and I was looking up sex and stuff, and as one does when they're like ten or eleven, you know, and then I read about masturbation. I'm like, I think I could do that. I'm gonna give that a shot. So I, I had no. It was not. I just like took out my penis and I just started like rubbing it until something happened. Did anything happen it, at ten? Or was it, it just like? It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was a blank. But it was a. Blank. <laughs> you know, Chris. Speaking of books. I want to say thanks to Audible for supporting this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original shows, news, comedy, and more. Audiobooks are great to listen to when you're driving, at the gym, or shopping. And I talk about it all the time. I always listen to Audible when I'm in my car driving, even to and from work, distance. It's great. Uh, listen to a book. For our audience, Audible is offering a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. Just go to audible.com slash RT, browse their unmatched selection of audio content, Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Mariel was suggesting a book to me earlier today. I'm gonna probably gonna butcher it. She said I should listen to. She said this book was about a crotchety old man, so I'd probably like it. Thanks, Mariel. Um, it's a man called Uva by Frederick Backman. Uh, so get a free audiobook. You can listen to what Mariel thinks about me. Apparently, uh, get a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial at Audible.com/rt. That's Audible.com/rt. Thanks, Audible, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I had a really embarrassing moment where. I think it was on Saturday. <laughs> I went to the bathroom and I like dropped my pants and I realized I had my underwear on backwards. Oh, yeah, I saw you tweet about that. I had my underwear backwards on all morning long. And and I remember when I got out of the shower, I put my underwear on. It was like a new, <laughs> it was a new pair of underwear. I'd never worn it before. I put the underwear on. I was like, "Oh, these underwear feel kind of weird. Like they don't feel super comfortable." But didn't even give it a second thought. <laughs> like 3 or 4 hours later, I'm like, "Oh, well, that explains." Did you get dressed in the dock? No. Hmm. <laughs> I have no idea why I did it. Are you on boxer briefs? Yeah. I've done it before. I put my pants on backwards before. Yeah. Pants? How does that work? I assume you realize it when you go to like button it. Yeah, yeah. I think it it's also some of it's like if it's uh, like pajama pants, like they're pretty like. Oh, that doesn't mean that's yeah. not real. But, it, but if you put those on backwards with your, if you've taken them off with your un underwear and then you put them back on and you put them on backwards, then you feel it. It's weird. Do you ever have uh, those? Like pajamas or whatever that uh, opened up in the bottom, like they had mean? a little flap, the butt. No. All right. In the butt? Yeah. For pooing? Yeah, you just don't gotta take. I mean, if it's really cold, you just go. I in. think it, I think that goes back to more like the outhouse days. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. So, uh, Patrick, did did you do this math, Patrick, or did someone else do this? Yeah. Patrick did the math. Jacking off once a day for nineteen years. Would raise twelve trillion seven hundred seven billion two hundred million sperm. So there's your answer, and that's a low estimate because it's that's only once a day. Who can who masturbates once a day? That's a lot of. I I do it sometimes a lot more than once. Well, yeah, but like on average though, 
At least once. Really? Chris likes to. So you like, ever like if you have nothing to do on like a random like weekend, it's just you just bored. You just do it out of boredom. Yeah. The busier you are, the, the less you do it. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. But like, it's generally like so you're a, not very busy. I'm busy enough. <laughs> Doesn't it's, sound like a Chris. No, no, no. It's also like a. It's, it's like a end of the day stress relief, going to sleep kind of thing. Are you at all curious what your sperm count is? Hmm, no. Well, right. apparently it's how many. <laughs> well, no. I mean, like everyone is different. Like you could have an abnormally low sperm count. I don't know. It hasn't been an issue I don't yet. Know how much it is to get one of those tests? We should have a, like a, an RT life where it's a contest to see who's the most fertile. It would get so real though when someone's like we could we should combine that with the pedophile <laughs> to catch a predator. <laughs> <laughs> I I read a story in the Statesman this morning about uh, a state employee who was busted for having uh, pedophilia on his computer at work, mm-hmm. and the way they caught him was he copied his child porn to a shared network drive. Oh my god. What? And uh, he, he was like, he, he claimed that he was trying to delete it, so he must have copied it there by accident. Was it like cloud-based? I don't know. They, like, they don't give all of those details. <sighs> but I'm, I'm glad they caught him. I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, his the, excuse. Oh, sorry, I was just trying to delete it. I was trying it. to delete it. <laughs> I was doing it. I was trying to help. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to get get it off the internet. He just went through like spring cleaning on his desktop trying to move stuff around. <laughs> so fucked up. God. Some people. Yeah, it's 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 fucking terrible. Um <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where to go from there. So we did covered you see, sperm. What? We covered sperm. Yeah, we covered sperm. We're done. That's done. Did you see so they had the um the season finale of SNL? This past weekend, mm-hmm. and they had a lot of people leaving. It turns out it was uh, Bobby Moynihan, Vanessa Bayer, and um, Sashir Zameda yeah. was also leaving. I didn't hear about her. She didn't. I don't think she announced till after the episode was was done. Yeah, and she wasn't even on the farewell sketch either. Yeah, maybe I don't know what happened. If she, I don't know if she decided not to come back or, or what's going on there. Well, I think uh, as I understand it, everybody has seven year contracts unless they fire you. <laughs> mm. That's why Vanessa Bayer's leaving. After at seven. seven years, and like you see that a lot. A lot of people who leave SNL, it's after that seven-year mark. Because why do they want to sign a seven-year contract? You want to be on SNL. It's SNL. It's, it's leverage, you know. So like they don't want you to sign up and then get famous and leave. I'm sorry, Gus. To Eddie Murphy, it. Yeah, to Eddie Murphy, it. Uh, no, no. I was, I was just gonna I was gonna talk about that and about the weirdo musical performance that Katy Perry put on. Oh, in the bathtub or something? No, well, on one of them, she was like I fast at a dinner party. Did you see the backpack kid? Which backpack kid? Like, one of them was like a weirdo fashion show, and this kid came out like he was strutting down a runway wearing a backpack. Then he started doing this weird dance with his hands where he was like putting one in front of him and one behind him. You didn't see this? Now, I fast forwarded through. I'm not buying what Katy Perry's doing right now. I wasn't. I, I, get, had, I get what she's going for. I'm just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not buying it. What, do you, not, what do you mean you're not buying it? You know, she's trying to do a whole new image, whole new appeal, but it's it's a little weird and... Oh, here it is. Is that gonna play? Nope, that's a static image. Uh... Oh, that's just super, super weird. It's just like, is a that... super weird avant-garde kind of thing. Yeah. And her, it didn't help that her suit looked like Beetlejuice. So I, I was about to say, about like, why she dress up like Beetlejuice? Well, even like, um, the... Uh, Miley Cyrus, I, f- I forget who she performed with at the MTV Awards, the one that was like super... Oh, it was uh, Robin Thicke, right? Yeah, so it's like she already <clears> looks <throat> is the same look as what she was doing, and then, you know, that doesn't help, but it just feels like, it just feels too fake and manufactured. 
I'm sorry, Katie. Maybe it's all authentic. Training, I don't think but she's I'm just, listening. I'm not buying it. <laughs> well, how it's not trying to hate. It, it's like it's not for you to buy. She just that's what she's doing. I know. I mean, I'm not saying sh I, she's obligated to have me approve. I'm just saying. Like, I don't, I don't, but how I don't is it different it. to what she did before? I mean, she's just. It just seems like a a huge meeting with her PR team. All right, we're gonna try something completely different. Uh, it just doesn't feel like authentic and real. Hmm. Miley Cyrus did a 180, but she was pretty young, so I'm like, yeah, okay, I buy it. But reinventing Katy Perry, reinventing herself in this way at this stage in her career, I'm just to me, it feels a little manufactured and fake. Think she's just worried about falling off. Like, like Gaga is not as popular as she was. I think everyone worries about falling off, right? I think once you get popular, once you become famous, like how you do you ever want to be less famous? Yeah. yeah. How do you ride the rave? You gotta get and Vegas, save the man. word wave. <laughs> <laughs> you say write the rave? Yeah. <laughs> I meant to say wave. <laughs> yeah, like it just makes you think about that time I saw Virgil at San Diego Comic Con and the guy looks at him and goes, I remember you, you used to be famous. Like, uh. nobody wants to have that conversation. Wait, Virgil? Who, who did you? Virgil, the wrestler, the old WWF wrestler. Oh, oh. he was... The million dollar man sidekick. Oh, yeah, I think he became Vincent in WCW. Uh, the Yeah, who are you talking about? Yeah, so no, yeah. no one ever wants to to do that or hear have that conversation. Yeah, it's rough for those. So guys I mean you got to reinvent yourself and you got to do new stuff and I agree. I agree. This to me though it it just feels I'm not saying people can't reinvent itself. This to me just feels super forced and I I I, I don't know. It's just hard to buy that this is really like her natural thing. And I get it. That's do part of the industry. The other, do you think the other thing was her natural thing though? I'm her sure that was manufactured like, insane. And, huh? yeah, like all of her live shows were like some of the biggest live performances. Like all this crazy crap. Yeah, when she did the Super Bowl, she had that thing where she was like floating on that wire <coughs> above everybody. She had those. Then the shark. The shark. Left shark. <laughs> <laughs> what was this? I didn't see it. Katy Perry? Yeah, the Super Bowl like two years ago. I don't remember. Oh, you yeah. don't remember Left Shark? That's the only thing I remember about that Super Bowl. <laughs> so, what are you going to do to reinvent yourself? Uh, Drink more. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Terribly concerned with reinventing. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy where I am. <laughs> well, that's important. Can uh, improve yeah. perfection. You mm -hmm. should ride that rave as long as you can. So uh, <laughs> I think uh, SNL. <laughs> it was like their highest rated season in like 23 or 25 years. Yeah, I is Keenan still on it? Yes. Yeah, Keenan. I think still he's on the it. longest running uh, cast member ever. Did he pass like Daryl Hammond? I think Daryl Hammond. Was oh, maybe it's Daryl Hammond. It's I'm, I'm looking for a left shark for. <laughs> For Gap, for uh, Brandon. Yeah, I mean, it's just so much material. I mean, really, like, I want to see this. I don't know. I don't know if we can play uh, it. See if I get us taken down. But it's like they have this chor chor choreograph thing, and I think the sh this one doesn't remember what he's supposed to be doing. <laughs> you can see it over there, and he just starts kind of fucking around. Yeah, no. See, this I buy. This I like. Yeah, it's, but it's the whole like yeah, uh, shave head, like totally blonde normal. hair, like that. That to me, that you just to don't me is like, what feels. You just, you don't, just, like you just don't like the look. No, like, no, it's not I, just the haircut. What I'm is that's not necessarily her either. That's also just a manufactured image. I know, I know. I understand that. It's not the fact that people can't have manufactured images. You said you, you, your big contention was that it didn't feel authentic. Yeah, it didn't. Like you could still have a manufactured change that still feels authentic. This to me, like what you're doing right now, feels like too off the wall, too random. Not buying it. <laughs> I mean, like I'm sure, like all of the huge image changes are huge, you know, forced and like you know, manufactured. But like a lot of them are more like believable, and like I get it, and I'll look past it. What's but I don't know. What I saw on SNL, I'm just like, oh, this is. I don't know. I'm not doing this. Gus, what's the most fake thing you've ever done? 
most <laughs> fake thing I've ever done. Yeah, where you're like, I don't. I'm... In the early days of Red versus Blue, I don't think you can find these videos anymore. Whenever we had to do like a paid corporate thing, Bernie always gave me like the shilliest ad copyist lines ever uh-huh. that I had to deliver. Like it was me or like Simmons and. I fucking hated it. It was it was always that stuff where I I I'd get a script, everyone has normal dialogue, and then it's me for ten minutes talking about yeah some you know bullshit corporate thing. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> why do I have to do this? I think it's because you get through dialogue very quickly. As soon no, as. it was punishment. Is what uh what it was. It's because I was the what. Cause it's cause that's when I lived in Puerto Rico. Oh, uh, so he he would. So you'd be like listing off like people's new four hundred one k options. Like God damn, it, I gotta read all this stupid shit. Like huge bl- paragraphs of text. Did he ever try to lure you in with a uh, promise of being on a cover? Simmons being on a DVD cover? No, no. I mean, well, um, and that was so early that all we had done by that point was like the season one DVD, and there was no one on that cover. Oh, okay. Uh, and then season two, you know, which came a year later, was. Doc, and, but even the first cover, like the original cover for season Which two, black with like the cockbite logo or something. No, 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 that was season one. The season two cover, uh, it was very faint. Like you really had to struggle to see that Doc was on it. Mm. That was like a reprint that made him right. Like it, we, we wanted it to be very subtle, where you really couldn't see that there was a character on there. So on the in the early days, we never really wanted like any one character to be on the cover or like a focus. Obviously, that stuff changed. Guess which version of season season two I have? You have the the original <laughs> one. Yeah. I know you do. I, I I personally packed yours. And you signed it, too. I, I remember it. I put yours in the envelope and I filled out that fucking little customs declaration. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that little green and white tag that had to yeah. go in the fucking Well, I remember envelope? because they wouldn't deliver it to my house until I went to the post office and paid the uh, the VAT on it. Mm. So each each one cost me more when it arrived. That sucks. Yeah. There's nothing we can do about that. I know people uh, complain about that still sometimes when we like ship merchandise overseas. Yeah. It's like, that's just... That's just each, co- each, each country's different. Each country, yeah. They, sometimes they'll take... Money for it. That's why I used won't. to. I hard. I used to order in bulk just so I could pay all the uh, import in one go, and mm-hmm. not have to keep going to the post office. That sucks. Yeah, we learned a lot about international shipping uh, back then. I don't think I'd ever had to deal with any of that before. No, why would you? Yeah, why, why would I? I never fucking sent anything to the UK. God, we used to have to go. You know, they had this little, those little green and white international customs forms that we'd have to affix to every fucking envelope. And the post office never had very many of them, and they would get mad when you take them all. <laughs> and we needed like hundreds, we needed thousands so you of them. Just print them? No, there's like a specific form because they're adhesive. Mm. Yeah, but just buy glue. You had to use theirs. Oh yeah, the way it worked at the time. I think now you can you can do it a different way, but at the time you had to go, and I'd have to like try to take all of them that the post office had <laughs> without the postal employees noticing that I was taking all of them. <laughs> just replace them like Indy, just be like, <laughs> with someone else. <laughs> but they, they would get mad if you took them all, so I'd have to like slow, it, it was like I was stealing, but I wasn't because it's free and I'm actually using them to mail well, something. I feel like free stuff at some point, it becomes stealing if you're getting too many. But I'm using it. It's not like I was taking it and using it for something else. Like, I was using it for its intended purpose. But if it puts the company in a position of... It's not a company, it's a post office. Yeah, yeah he's right. It's... It, like what the, if I he went, has to use them. In right. order to, yeah. they, it is their rule that is requiring me to use them, what but they're not wanting to, me to take them. What if I went into HEB and took all the bags? But the bags cost. Uh, they do now, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Everywhere. Yep. And, 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 and it would be cost. like it'd be like going to the grocery store and buying all the groceries where it's like, well, we don't have any more apples. Like, but I gotta sell all the, I, I, we, I gotta make a lot of pie. Yeah. You know? Or, <laughs> but you're using the apples, right, but you, they'd get mad, like, you can't buy that many apples. Like, why? Right. There's no grocery store that would stop you from buying anything. I bet, I bet it would happen. If you, you walked so? in and started be... unloading like every crate of apples, 
into your cart. I'm sure someone would come by like, yo, well, you can't do that. You can't buy that many apples. You need to go wholesale. Right. That's Maybe. what I'll tell you. Do you think we could do a video where we, we like assign budget to a video, but we use the budget just to buy the entire shop? Like go into a very small, like family run store. And buy everything? Buy everything. And like completely empty all the shelves. Like go to a flag store. And then just and give buy... it back to them. <laughs> no, what if you bought everything, then opened up a store on the sidewalk in front of their store, <laughs> selling all of the shit for double the price? Well, just one cent more. Right. That's when I always go to a flag store and buy like all of like really random countries. Mm. When's the last time you went to the flag store? The flag store is a convenience store not too far from the, the studio. When's the last time you went to the flag store? Nah, I don't know. I, we've had people go for productions and stuff, but they, I haven't been. They changed it. What do they really? sell there? It's a convenience store, but they've got like all kinds of stuff. Like it's probably the most well-stocked convenience store I've ever been to. Like whatever you need, they've got it. You have, do you count Bucky's as a convenience store? Uh, Bucky's is Bucky's is a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. uh, Bucky's is almost like supermarket is supermarket size. Okay, this so is it's like, like for the space, traditional, very efficient. Yeah, yeah, convenience store. I wonder if they have British stuff. chocolate. Uh, they might. They have British crisps. Oh, yes. I like crisps. Some Walkers. Yes, they do. Wow, I'm gonna go there. Uh, but uh, they they change it. They're they're in the process of reorganizing. Like the wine section's gotten a little bigger, and the British crisp section has gotten a little smaller. Damn it, I missed my window. So I don't know if, <laughs> if your window's gone now, but yeah, they're I think they changed ownership a couple months ago, and it's like it's weird walking in there now. Things are a little a little out of sync. It is fun buying all of something. I had to do that with the because I recently did that video with Dan jumping on all those mouse traps, yeah. and I was trying to buy them in bulk to make it as cheap as possible. But then you had to go directly from that company. It was like Victor Mousetraps or yeah. something. Does anyone else make a mouse? Hey, go ahead. I don't know. Yeah. I was, the only one I could find. So the bulk, the biggest bulk box was 72 mousetraps. And I was like, okay, add, all, add to cart. And it was like, you can only buy three. Because that was the only <laughs> they had. Like, Damn it. So I would buy three. I'd have them delivered. I'd wait a couple of months and I'd buy three. Oh more. my God, seriously? <laughs> so to make that video, it took me like 18 months to buy all the mousetraps. Because yeah. I would forget, and I'd be like, oh, I still need more mousetraps. They're really crafty, too. You can't just make another Amazon account and buy it that way. Like, they, look at, your like was, they look at your, your financial I was information just buying and your their address. whole stock. I was just, like, emptying their, their own bulk stock. And now I don't need them anymore. How many, <laughs> how many mice do you think lived? Because you, they're like, we're all out of mousetraps. Yeah. <laughs> See, well, you've, been, mean, you've been buying their whole stock for so long, prices have gone up. You can now open your own Amazon shop, <laughs> resell them for a profit. Dude, some of them I've had for a really long time, and they've totally rusted. <laughs> oh. There was actually one mousetrap on the trampoline that didn't go off. It was so rusty. Oh, okay. It just didn't snap. Weird. One out of a thousand isn't bad, though. Yeah, that's good. Over 18 months? Yeah. I guess you... I guess, you don't normally put a mousetrap out for 18 months. You don't no. put a mousetrap out for a couple days, and it either works or it doesn't. Maybe it is helping the mice, though, because those are the really old, sort of metal snap, non-humane yeah. traps. So maybe they just... Well, I guess they kept making them, because yeah, so, I kept buying them. Yeah, what's, a, what's a humane way to <laughs> Well, the, to the ones that just trap them, and then they just slowly starve to death. That's is that, is that more humane? <laughs> I don't know. What's a humane? It's like a kill poison. poison. Yeah, and they right. slowly die or what? because sometimes that it, sounds that sounds terrible too. No, it's got to be insta kill. Like, yeah, and also if you poison it, then like, what if a cat or another animal comes and eats that that mouse? But the thing is with mm. the snap down ones is that it can like partially catch them and then they end up just like yeah. painfully uh, my, dying. My argument is there is no humane way. I think. I uh, reckon that the most humane way is trap them and then move you, them. You, I, I know the humane way. You hire a slightly bigger mouse and give him a gun. <laughs> and tell him only in the back of the head. <laughs> so stupid. I read a, a crazy story. I, th I think it was in Canada. It was this 
this lady had a pet rat and it accidentally ate her heroin. <laughs> and she went to, Of course she what? has a pet rat. She went to some like animal control, I guess I don't know, like a vet and had to get it treated. But at that point, do you open yourself up to wait, 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 wait. How did a rat eat heroin and live? Uh, the, the dose. How? <laughs> let me let me see. Uh, um, so just a rat just off its well, tits. Wait, on its hold back. on. But do you, the, can you can you take heroin orally? I don't know. If you eat heroin, does it work? It can't be great. I mean, it could fuck you up or kill you. What you're saying is maybe it's less effective. Yeah, it may not be like, yeah, yeah, because it's it's normally what you you inject it, right? Or let's see, uh, on Sunday, the rat named Snuggles accidentally (laughs) ingested some heroin that was left out on a table by a woman in Vancouver. The woman brought a very sick Snuggles to an overdose prevention site in hopes of keeping the animal alive. I'm assuming that's for humans. Like a drug place. Yeah, not the vet. Yeah, I don't think so. Let's see. Um, well, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess I guess they were able to figure it out and save it. But There's I mean, at what point of a did that lying on its side, off its ass? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I, I can uh, send this to broadcast. On uh, yeah, last time I was on the podcast, I talked a lot about getting a pet pig. Oh yeah, I call. I found there's a breeder in Texas. I called this weekend. Oh god! And I had a long conversation with them. They said I shouldn't get a pig because of high maintenance. Well, they said I needed a house with a yard. Uh, so you just have an apartment? Yeah. You could buy some grass from California. <laughs> yeah. No, it works. I, I could start sodding up still, my. I could sod out my place. You know, he, the guy, the, the company was on that Mark Cuban show, and they invested in I it. Just, I just, oh, do you mean Shark Tank? Yeah. I wouldn't call it the Mark Cuban show. Well, I couldn't remember the name, but I said Mark Cuban show, and you immediately knew what I was talking about. It's the only thing he's on. Yeah. So it was a good way to classify a show that you can't remember. Oh, there we oh. go. Oh, this snuggles the, uh... Did he live? Yeah. Smacked up rat. The rat survives heroin, her- heroin overdose. <laughs> so I guess so. What uh, a cute little rat. What do you think that rat's thinking? I shouldn't have eaten the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. um, I gotta pace myself next time. Uh, let me read this thing here. I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Blue Apron. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. For less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Choose from a variety of new recipes each week, or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. Uh, They have a list of some upcoming meals. I'm going to read what I'm actually getting this week, though, instead. Uh, This week, I'm getting meatballs and tomato sauce with asparagus and creamy rice, uh, spicy Korean-style chicken with pickled enoki mushrooms and roasted vegetables, and asparagus and summer squash curry with ginger lime peanuts. That sounds really good. Uh, Where was I? Uh, Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook, or they'll make it right. Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has several delivery options so you can choose what fits your needs. There's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Let's read that one again. Asparagus and summer squash curry with ginger lime peanuts. That sounds really good. I might make that tomorrow. Can you make some for me? No. Why sorry. don't we do a lovely video where where I come over and you cook us blue apron? I thought about filming like a time lapse of myself making like a blue apron <clears> meal. Like next time I have to do an ad read, like just setting up a couple of GoPros in my kitchen and just doing like a time lapse of whatever, like 
the 20, 30 minutes it takes to cook it all. And then all of a sudden, you didn't do that. <laughs> I might do it still. Are you going to have a housewarming party at your house? Oh, uh, considering I've been living there three years, I think that ship may have passed. Just thought I'd check. But you moved three years ago. Yeah. Wow. Time flies. It was July uh, 2014. I moved like the week before RTX. Smart. It was not smart. It was terrible. It's one of the worst ideas. <laughs> one of the worst things I've ever done in my life. And you were still doing RTX. Yeah, and that was before Bethany. BB. BB? Before Bethany. Oh, all right. Yeah, that makes sense. B, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like one of the many people in your career that you've hired to replace To replace your myself. job. Yeah. Oh, God, it's been great. I, 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 this is, so last year I was still a little, very little involved in RTX. So it was like almost nothing. But this year, like, I really haven't done anything. It's all... It's been all Bethany. Like all the Let's Play Live stuff too. Like I did the first one in Austin. Uh, I helped quite a bit with the one in LA. And then after that, I didn't, was, I've, been, I've been hands off with that stuff. You're like J.J. Abrams. Yeah. I, I, I create a framework. Then someone else can step and in. And walk away as oh. it crumbles behind you. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they announced another Cloverfield movie. Speaking of J.J. Abrams. So they said that God Particle is supposed to come out later this year. It's supposed to be the third Cloverfield movie. And that... J.J. Abrams started work on the fourth Cloverfield movie, which is going to be a supernatural World War II movie. That sounds amazing. About where like a squad of American soldiers before D-Day gets dropped in for the Normandy landing and then like encounter like supernatural forces. That's awesome. So, I mean, it did. I think it was paratroop, uh, paratroopers. That's right. That's what you call it, right? It's paratroopers. Yeah. yeah, I think that actually happens or that actually happens. That'd be cool to... You going to watch that new over. Nolan movie? Dunkirk? Dunkirk? Yeah, I really want to see that. I I heard that there's a large portion of it that's 70 millimeter, like se like 75 percent of it. I, think, I max it up. Is 70 millimeter. I haven't. I've avoided looking at any trailer. I'm just gonna go see it. Don't do trailers, man. I wonder if Tom Hardy will be in it. <laughs> was a joke. Will he? Well, he's in all of the damn movies, isn't he? Oh, I guess you're right. Overlord is the name of the new movie, the the fourth Cloverfield movie. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Like I think they just announced that this past week. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to find the the synopsis. Um, I guess, oh, wait, wait. A, on the eve of D-Day, a group of American paratroopers <coughs> are dropped behind enemy lines to carry out a mission crucial to the invasion success. But as they approach their target, they begin to realize there is more going on in this Nazi-occupied village than a simple military operation. What a lazy description! That was somebody who was tasked with writing the description. That was just like, oh, I don't want to do this. They may not know either. It's true. Like it may be like just trying to. Get as much information out as you can without actually knowing everything. You play any Prey? I stopped. And stopped? I played about seven hours worth and I stopped. You're playing, still... Playing what? Prey? Prey. What's Prey? It's, it's a space game. Yeah. It's like science fiction space game. That sounds awesome. They have... Uh, it, it was really interesting at first, I thought. And they've got a great spacewalk mechanic in that game. Anytime you go to space, it's really cool. Like, you can be... It's all about your velocity, right? Like, you can be moving in one direction, looking in the other... And like still accelerating that way and you have to worry about your rotation it, like it really takes into account all three dimensions I think that was probably my favorite part uh, of the game that I played. I'm playing it side by side with Dan and It's really interesting how two people can play the same game so differently He's making like all kinds of different decisions so, going to different places first putting his neuromods in different slots It's like it's really interesting. He's playing it like a different game. Mm -hmm. He's going like all Typhon Okay, Did you yeah. get to that? Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't do that. I went because like so, so I because I didn't want the turrets attacking me. Yeah, he like uh, he avoids turrets like the plague. He has to hack him to, to make him not shoot him. Yeah, yeah. I I, I rely on the turrets so much because I'm always like sneaking around and I use the turrets to like cover me to make sure yeah. like nothing's sneaking I'm all, up on like, me. Turrets. I'm like beefing up my dude so I can like jump really high, run really fast, throw stuff really far. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, he's just like resurrecting humans as phantoms and stuff and <laughs> doing stuff that I can't even do. It's crazy. So he's like a he's a bad guy. Yeah. I mean, he's also playing on Xbox, and I, I made that comparison video where... That looked... I, so I played on Xbox, and mine did not look like that at all. He, he rebooted it, and it was a lot better. Okay. I guess it was like some sort of memory leak in the Xbox, or he's got a shit hard drive, I don't know. Yeah, mine was fine. Well, I mean, of course there are some... It's not as good as a PC, but it did not look anything like Dan's. Yeah. It, he only had trouble in that one room, because it's such a big open room. That was so weird. Yeah. That was funny, though. He was getting really annoyed. <laughs> I had a scary thing happen uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, so I'm like really petrified of heights and I feel it's weird when people say I'm you're scared of heights uh, It's more like I'm scared of dying from high, like from really high up and I was in Galveston and I went to this like little mini theme park and They have this like pretty what the fuck are you talking about? My phone is just like transcribing oh my God. everything. Re read back what it said Weeks ago, I saw Mike really petrified of heights, and I feel if we will, Sam's, you're scared of heights. It's more like I'm scared of dying from fucking like really high up. And I was in Galveston, and I went to this like a little mini theme park here. How about a web search for it? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, fucking Amazon uh, Nook, whatever it is. I found this on the web where I was here. They having a few weeks ago. I saw Mike really petrified of heights, and I feel if we will, Sam's, you're scared of heights. It's more like I'm scared of dying from fucking like really high up and I was in Galveston and I went to this like a little mini theme park here. <laughs> no results, huh? Weird. <laughs> okay, you're at a theme park. <laughs> yeah, so um, <laughs> it's a really slow day. There's not that many people there, so I guess the people operating it were really bored. And, um, you know, there's a few things that are on my mind. Like, I don't know if you guys remember a few months ago, somebody, this kid like died at a Schlitterbahn in Kansas City. Oh, right, right. You know, and like... Why? Uh, he, I don't know, he, 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 sailed off, he sailed off the track and got decapitated. Really? Yeah. yeah. Slitterbond? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Not yeah. the one in New Braunfels. Wait, what? Uh, not it, the one in New no. What took oh. his head off? Uh, I think a net or something. Oh. It was yeah. a like weight distribution thing. He had become airborne off of the, the tube. And... Head came right off. Yeah. The people, it was, he was a very small kid and there were two very large people he was riding with. And he was at the very front. Yeah. So the thing just, you know, it just went crazy. So um, I guess the guy was like really bored and there weren't that many people there. So we got in the very front of this pretty crazy roller coaster. And right before he sets it off, he turns to me and he says, hey, you forgot your seatbelt. And then he like launches it and there's like <laughs> 20 seconds where I'm looking down and desperately <laughs> trying to find my fucking seatbelt. And I'm like, oh my God, where is it? And I'm like, I have to come to terms with my existence very quickly. Did Let me just hold on extra hard. There was no seatbelt. There was no seatbelt. <laughs> that was fine. That's really and then really I came life. back and I wasn't mad. I was like, that well played, sir. That was very well played. God, I would do shit like that all the time if I worked at a theme park. Yeah, I mean the guys were pretty bored. It, it, it was that was probably the only highlight. I don't know if you guys have been to Galveston, but there's not yeah. there's not a, much. I went to Moody Gardens, which is probably like the biggest way, waste of time. That probably made the ride way better. Yeah, it was fun because you're like it, it was, was like, super oh, intense. Yeah, way more intense than normal roller coaster. Yeah, it was it was fun. That was probably the only highlight. I would not recommend going to Galveston. Sorry to people who live in Galveston. I don't the Galveston think I've tourists. been to Galveston in like. 20 years. <laughs> Did you ever go to Moody Gardens while you're there? Oh God, I don't remember. No. Well, what's the reason to so. go? There's no. Ah, we're just historical. looking for a place to go. It's on the beach. It's good, good beach? Beach. No, it's a Texas beach. Mm. It's like a trash beach. Yeah. They have to like fly in sand 
from out of town and put it on the beach. I, from was, LA, yeah, like, from California. Just like yeah. they're, <laughs> I'm serious. Mark Cuban was all about it. When I was really young, um, before I moved out to the border, I lived in Texas City and Lamarck for a little while. And Texas City and Lamarck are like small towns close to Galveston. So when I was a little kid, you know, four, no, when I was like five, I used to go to the beach all the time. And it wasn't until I was much older, probably like 18 <laughs> or so, that I realized beaches aren't supposed to be covered in tar. Oh, <laughs> like, That's an unusual thing. Tar? Yeah, you just go and it's just like goops of tar. How, where was this? Over the beach. When I was like uh, 83, 84. What do you mean tar? Like tar, you know, like black, oily, sticky stuff. But what's it from? Just oil? Sure. I don't it's know. From like a, an oil leak? Yeah. It was just all over the beach all the time. Where was this? Sorry, I missed Galveston. In Galveston? Yeah. It's I trash beach. I grew up with pebble beaches. A lot of the English beaches that, were just, that sounds... yeah, there was no sand, it was just stone. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Except, oh, they're like jellyfish. Yeah, normally it was lo- covered in a lot more sand since it was, uh, since it was sticky. But yeah, it would just be like that everywhere. I mean, like, that's actually what I remember it looking like all the time. Yeah, I think... That's so weird. Have you ever been to a volcanic beach? No. Where the sand's black? No. It's really hot. <laughs> I've, been <laughs> really white, I've been to white sands in uh, New Mexico. I don't know if you've ever been there. It, that, that sand, conversely, obviously, is really cool. It's weird. Uh, th- and it's beautiful. If you've never been there, it's really surreal to like walk out there and just see it everywhere. But audience, what's eyes. your favorite kind of sand? It's kind really of bright, yeah, you know? it's really bright. We went to Tulum, and uh, instead of staying at a place on the beach, we stayed at a place on the rocks, which is kind of nice because you're right at, right out over the water. So um, it's, it has, you know, it's you can hear the ocean. It's really cool. And, and I kind of realized, like, I just, I don't I'm not a big sand guy. I don't like sand. I don't want to go to a beach. All right. I don't want to go to a beach. Anakin. <laughs> lie that. I said, all right, Anakin. He hates the sand. Oh, I don't remember it's episode that. one? Episode two. Was it a two? Oh, probably because he's a slave on Tatooine. Very good. Yeah, he gets rough. Slave on Tatooine. Coarse, coarse, and it gets everywhere. Yeah. Now, uh, and the ocean. I don't fuck with the ocean. I don't know why the way anybody wants to did, go in the ocean. We are not meant to be in the ocean. We specifically did, left the ocean. Did you see that video of that sea lion grabbing that girl? Yeah, that was no. awesome. Oh, I did. That was like, it. yeah, it's that like was super th- intense. This little girl's like sitting on a dock, and like she sits with her back to the water, and this sea lion. She's got like this loose white dress on, and the sea lion just jumps up out of the water, grabs her <laughs> dress, and then just pulls her right into the water. Oh my god, she's okay. They got her out. Yeah, like her grandfather jumped in immediately. And why? And, and, why did and, it and she got a great story out of it? And. Uh, and it's a cool video. The, the, from what I heard Very is cool there's video. signs everywhere at the dock that say do not feed the sea lions. Oh. And they were feeding the sea lions and people speculate that it probably thought she was a bird or a piece of food or something and reached up and grabbed her and pulled her in. Yeah, yeah. Or she, she was holding back on the food. It's a good icebreaker for her the rest Dan, of her life. Dan the other day was watching that that guy eating the dog food. Or the cat food, was it? Oh, the, <laughs> the, the dog food? He, he found it independently. I didn't tell him about it. And I was like, oh, Gus is watching that. Last night, he just remembered that video and was laughing, like what? rolled over backwards laughing for about five minutes. The video minutes. was so stupid. <laughs> what, is it? what is it? The guy testing out different brands of dog food. He's like trying to taste test to see if expensive dog food tastes better than cheap dog food. And then he's eating it himself? <laughs> he's eating it and vomiting the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> and at the end when he's the expensive one, he's like vomiting, he's like, I knew it! It tastes like shit too! <laughs> it, it's not worth the extra money. And it's really violent vomit too. It's so it's like gross. Yeah, it's not, like, he's not faking it. It's not like, oh, he was high. No, he is, he is vomiting. God, vomit's funny. Oh, uh, is this, yeah, this is the, the girl. 
Does she not see? Or is she trying to get close? Whoa! <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so fast. I know. You gotta appreciate a dude who just jumps to save. I know. I yeah. thought you know, I thought I was like, he didn't even take out his cell phone. No. Yeah. Right. iPhone 7, waterproof. Ooh. But you don't well, know that he had an iPhone, so. Yeah. That's why you don't fuck with the ocean, man. I, you I, seen I, penguins in the water? Penguins are cute. When you see them on land, then you see them in the water, like that's terrifying. They're like little missiles. I'm not gonna risk. I'm not gonna risk going in the water in the Arctic. <laughs> so who is this on on Twitter? Uh, Brackish Midget uh, tweeted us a photo of uh, Anakin Skywalker on uh, who wants to be a millionaire. It's funny. I think uh, early today I saw this super super weird GIF. Uh, it was like insects. I think bees uh, mating. Oh right, right. And usually, you know, with insects or you know a lot of other animals, you worry that it's really rough and you know not fun for everybody. But like the male bee, like will put his antennas out and like caress the antennas of the female bee. It's like actually, it's it's like very. Oh, there it is. Look, it's oh, wow. They like play some Barry White. Or he's grabbing her, it's like he's grabbing her ears or something. No, he's just trying to be like, you know, hey baby, it's like... He's pulling her hair. Yeah. I feel That's like, cool. Yeah, it's a good model for humans. Have you, you ever know, seen... It's just like a reminder to be... Rub her you know, antenna, like... according to Brandon. It's a good model for humans. Yeah, like, you know, like, treat her, you know, be sensual. Be? <laughs> Have you ever seen slugs, Shag? No. It's pretty gross. Can we like see that? Hang, is anyone like in the control room pulling slug fuck? Like a slug dick. <laughs> Let me read this before uh, we go down that road any further. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast <laughs> is also brought to you by Me Undies. Pride starts on the inside, so celebrate yourself with Me Undies. Me Undies makes the ultimate feel good undies with free shipping right to your door, satisfaction guaranteed. Me Undies are designed in LA, made from sustainably sourced micromodal, a fabric three times softer than cotton. MeUndies soft, stretchy undies come in an ever-changing array of colors and patterns. No matter what your style, they've got something for you. That's because MeUndies believes in people feeling good and being themselves, which is why MeUndies is putting their money where their underwear is during Pride Month. When Pride launches on May 23rd, that's tomorrow, for every pair of special edition celebrate undies you buy during Pride, MeUndies will donate $1 to the Los Angeles LGBT Center. And if, as if you need another reason to try MeUndies, they're offering 20% off your first pair and a satisfaction guarantee you'll love them or your money back. Just visit our URL, MeUndies.com slash RoosterTeeth. Head to MeUndies today. Pick up a pair of special edition Celebrate Undies. You'll not only get a discount on awesome undies, you'll be donating to an amazing cause. Check out MeUndies.com slash RoosterTeeth today. I did not know that. I'm going to check that out right now. MeUndies.com. Uh, the, the underwear I was wearing that I had backwards were MeUndies. <laughs> I had, uh, they had their, their design of the month was like a pizza one. And I had uh, their pizza underwear on. What I like uh, pizza. How does that work? What do you mean? What does it look like? It looks like cheese and pepperoni Yum. and crust. <clears throat> you can check it out. Get the Mandy's.com. Mm. Mm. Ladies Sounds get the, the guys in the mood. There's a pizza on let's let that one go. Let's let's uh control room cut that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not gonna make it to the final version. Uh did you all find <laughs> slugs? Are they not looking? I hope they're not looking. I, know, I, I found no, no, no. a video called uh, "Amazing Slug Sex." Yeah, they sort of like intertwine and oh, oh yeah, and hang knob. It's beautiful. Yeah, isn't that cool? They just do it in the air instead of yeah, and they're connected. Uh, like they're like is the other one just watching. 
<laughs> the other one's like, That's like guys, the boy you're can slug. You, <laughs> can you get room? I'm in friend zoned. <laughs> and they they're stay. like they're like hanging by like goo. Yeah, right? I think they hang off goo and they drip goo and How? the penises come out and like rub all over each other. Yeah, but it's not two penises, is it? Because they're 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 <laughs> non like. I think they both have all of it. Yeah, they they're both male and female. They just kind of got it all. Really? I think so. I don't know that. Yep. I and they just kinda, I don't know who picks who. slugs. We need to reca- reclassify this podcast as educational. Exactly. Because I just learned something. Yeah. I also heard there was a, an explosion in Manchester, which is awful. I did not really hear about just that. now. Did that just yeah. happen? Manchester Arena. Really? Oh no! People have, have died. Oh. What? Be safe if you're in Manchester. Yeah. It just popped up on BBC. You still have you still use the BBC for news? Yeah. Manchester do you, Arena. Yeah. Do you feel how how do you feel like uh, BBC is on on American politics? Like they cover their it perspective. Well, well BBC is weird because it's not it's not a like it's government funded of the UK. Gotcha. So it's not really allowed to be biased in any way. Well, that's, think, but that's good. But it's yeah. So, but but even in the U.S. though, like, how does it? Yeah, what's the the slant on U.S. politics? It, like in politics? Yeah, that's tr- Trump's a prick. I think is, the... <laughs> is <laughs> you should you should check out. I think the Economist is based in in the U.K. Like they have a pretty interesting way of looking at and evaluating like uh, American politics culture. I remember they reported on the uh, like 2004 Super Bowl halftime show where. Um, Janet Jackson's boob came out, but it had like the tassel, but they didn't report that it happened. They report that the American media censored it instead of just showing for what happened like, you know, live and it's not like a bare nipple. There was like a tassel on it. It wasn't a tassel. It was like a, a metal. Sure. I'm not sure ring. what you call it. Yeah, you're right. A tassel has stuff hanging yeah. on it. Was it. A, it was, it was a, a nip cover. Yeah. Yeah. So like they nipple weren't climb. so much. This would like happen. A, it looked but... like the sun kind of. It was like a circle that had like rays coming out from it. Would you have censored it? No. You, you know, the, the interesting thing about that, I don't know if I've ever told you this. Right that day, <laughs> the Super Bowl, I, I watched that Super Bowl live. That was the first time I'd ever used my TiVo. It was the first really? thing I was ever recording <laughs> with my TiVo. And it happened and I was like, was that her nipple? Let me find out. Rewind. Like, it was. Frame that's why I remember. Yeah, that's why I remember specifically what it was. Yeah. Oh, you can actually see her nipple. Though. Oh, so it's just around know. like the nub of the nipple. Yes. It's definitely so, uh, nipple though. Yeah, their article was about how no like new media coverage would show that. So it's a pretty, it's definitely like a kind of from afar binocular. What was the explanation of that? Just that was a part of the bit? Or it was an accident. So put, they claim it was an accident. She just wears that under there at all times. I don't know. All right. I think he just grabbed like the entire, instead of like grabbing the front, which I guess was collapsible, like the front flap, he grabbed like the entire the cup or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. the entire cup, and people freak the fuck out for no good reason because of a nipple that was on screen for like a fraction of a second. Yeah. Yeah, I think even the, that the image we just looked at, I don't think that was from the broadcast. I think that was. A still image. Oh, because the broadcast blurred it. Yeah, well, yeah. Also, in, oh no! In, I mean, it, I think there was a in 04 It was live, but I, it probably wasn't even HD. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Wasn't yeah. it one of the first things that people were using YouTube for to see that clip? I think it might have been that. Yeah. Well, the first thing I remember really getting big on YouTube was uh, Lazy Sunday. That SNL, yeah. the first di- yeah. SNL digital short. Like people watch that like crazy. Well, I think YouTube launched in 05 and that the Super Bowl thing was like January 04. I think so. I don't know. I I remember like the Daily Show was huge on YouTube. 
Like, it was basically like, YouTube was Viacom. <laughs> Pre-Viacom shows. Like, all uh, Comedy Central stuff, mm -hmm. like... So... Red versus Blue. The first HD Super Bowl was actually in January 2000. Super Bowl 34, the Rams and the Titans. Mm. Oh, wow. Who could watch it in HD? There's probably no one. Because <laughs> even now, it's like, it's not in 4K. You can't watch no. the Super Bowl in 4K. I think they film it in 4K, but they don't broadcast it in 4K. I'd never understood that. Well, NFL Films is actually really good about filming stuff and archiving their footage. So it's all just future-proofing. Right, they're probably future-proofing for future, like, compilations and use and yeah, resale down smart. the road. That's smart. Is yeah. there 4K content through TV providers, like through Uverse or Time Warner or Satellite? I know, obviously, it's I don't online, know. like, with Netflix and stuff, but... That's a really good question. I don't know. Yes, yeah, so I don't know if the technology is there yet, because well, uh, I mean, sports American... is still tied to... <clears throat> Cable and that might change, but like there's a lot ESPN and the NFL can't do that they would want to do online because they're so tied to uh, like subscriber Terrestrial. cable subscribers. American TV, and you may not realize this having just only had American TV, uh, it's dog shit. How so? In quality. Oh yeah, it's like it's like it, none of it's 1080p even. It's if like it's 1080i, if it's satellite, you can get full 1080p. Nobody has that. Most people just have cable. I think Mine, no, no, you're right. Yeah, the, oh, the, I try and watch. Uh, the worst is Time Order. Now Spectrum, I never, I've never yeah. used them as Spectrum, but when I had Time Order, their fucking quality was garbage. Yeah, most of it's all standard def. Even if you watch HD, like some of the ads are in like a tiny box in the middle of the screen. Mm -hmm. It's like one of its full. I just don't and understand it's it. It's so it compressed. Looks, it's blocky. Yeah, it looks and, fucked up. And it, and because of the resolution, if you if there's like a still frame of like a, a brick house, it's all fucked up. The pixels are trying to decide like which brick they're on. It's like. Yeah, and it's, like it's bad compression. Yeah. yeah, so I if something's live on TV, I will deliberately wait for the on-demand just so it doesn't look just compression-y and garbage. I don't know why people aren't more annoyed about it. I Because I'm used to like satellite TV, like I think, Sky, I think and the antenna, it looks great. I think the antenna broadcasts look pretty good. Antenna like that to yeah. me, like that's... that's but that's not much on that though, is there? You yeah. get like well, network and that's it, yeah. Yeah, so I mean there's a lot of sports on it, but... Have you, have you talked about net neutrality recently? I've oh. tweeted about it. I haven't talked about it in the podcast in a while. I've tweeted, yeah. Oh, before uh, Patrick uh, mentioned some new stations still shoot in 480 and up to 1080. I think the Time Warner Cable news station does <laughs> really? that. Uh, dirty little RTX secret. <laughs> our, uh, some of our cameras are, are 480 that use scalers to up for for the stream. Filth. It works. It looks okay though. Like in, in those in those instances, it works okay. Like I've looked at side by side. You're like, okay, the scaler does a good job. It looks fine. Do you remember when you were trying to get security cameras that we could use footage from? And yeah. it was almost impossible to get HD ones. Yeah. The, the, oh, I remember that. Yeah, you're like, we yeah, we but should just did you see there was that video a couple of weeks ago of that guy robbing a Jimmy John's restaurant? And that was like the highest quality security camera footage I've ever seen. Was really? it a nest or something? I don't know what no, it was like it was a, a commercial CCTV. Uh, I'll see if I can find the video, but it was like, oh, like I can, I can see everything in this video. This video is awesome. Oh, that's cool. I also saw that Dell now have a, a commercial 8K monitor that you can buy. It's like five grand. Thing is insane. Oh, is this the video? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Aspect ratio is weird. It's a four three, I think. Yeah. But yeah, they look <laughs> real tall. It's uh, like HD four three, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably, I mean, they're, they're really capturing right there all they really care about. I mean, it's probably just as much to monitor the employee and the cash drawer as it uh -huh. is the customer right in front. Like, they don't care about everything else. So, wait, what's happening right now? Are they going to uh, The guy's going to rob him. The guy's him about in, in to rob him. Yeah. Oh, this is so Oh, oh this well, is the it, one where the guy just doesn't care. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's crazy because, like, you know, it wasn't too long ago you just had VHS tapes. 
Do you think that's loaded? The way he's got his finger on the trigger. I think it is. But I feel see, like that see, he would be an insane person well, to hold it like that. Look how you can see the silver on the tip God, of the gun. Oh shit. He, when he cocked it, you can see the bullets coming out of the chamber. He already had a bullet in there, and when he pulled the slide back, it did not eject properly because of his hand, so the bullets jammed in there. Oh. So the gun's jammed. So he was like one finger away from blowing that guy's head off. No, the gun's jammed. It probably wouldn't fire. It might be able to fire like that, but it probably couldn't fire. There was a- That guy was incredibly cool. Yeah, he, that, that's, that's how it was posted. It was like, the guy just is so does calm. does not care. There was somebody in uh, Central Texas that was- just uh, tried for uh, at, the, at the very end. We cut away before here. Sorry, you can see like from off camera, he tosses his gloves into the trash can, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> He's like, yep, time, time to put a new pair on. <laughs> okay, go work somewhere else. The there's a guy who's tried recently for um, robbery with a deadly weapon, and his defense tried to get that uh, charge reduced to just robbery. Okay. But the prosecution said no, it's going to be robbery with a deadly weapon. But they were using like airsoft guns, and I'm not sure they were actually loaded. And the defense team actually went up there and said, "We are guilty of robbery. We robbed these convenience stores. We being like you know the the defendant like the, but we did not rob them with a um, deadly weapon. It was an airsoft gun. So the guy that's, got acquitted, and bullshit. like the jury said, look, we would have convicted if it was just robbery, but Based on how the law is written and our interpretation of it. That is bullshit. It is not, it was not robbery with a deadly weapon. It's how they, they didn't take the weapon out and tell people it's an airsoft, don't worry. If they intimidate you and make you think it's a deadly weapon, it's a deadly weapon. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't but know what the actual, like the, the letter of the law is there, but I yeah, mean, like that's, that's how the case ended up working out. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what if it's the... a plastic knife? But it's, it's, it's the not intent the behind weapon. it. Like, it's not, they're not threatening you with a plastic knife. They're threatening you with a knife. It's whether or not, you don't know that. Yeah, you the think only you difference can die. there is but, the but, gun's not illegal, but it's still yeah, the but same the, Well, the thing crime. is, is like, no one, there's not the, the there's not the, the danger of death. You don't know that in the moment if you're but the you one. Do. I, I don't know I, that, I, yeah, if that's but, how the statute is written, though. Yeah, but that's like, I guess I should. Look it up. You could also shoot someone in the eye with airsoft, then it could kill him. Just hit, go straight through Have you ever had dreams where you rob banks and stuff? I yeah, keep all the time. Tell me about yours. No, I mean, I, I feel like it's always like that moment where I, like, I'll rob a bank or something in a dream. It'll be like a movie, and I'll be like... You're actually uh, doing it, though? Yeah, it'll be like, I'm, like, caught up in a bad, you know, a bad way. I always dream, like, right, I, my dream starts, like, after I've killed someone. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, why did I do that? It's that kind of thing. I don't, I don't remember it'll doing be like, it. I'll be, like, mid-bank like, oh robbery, and I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I robbing this bank? What? I've just screwed myself. And I didn't even bring a real yeah. weapon. I brought an airsoft gun. So never... all, all of my dreams are like me trying to come to terms with the fact that my life is over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then by the time I wake up, I'm like, oh, that was obviously a dream. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to sleep. Well, does it make you feel better about life, your life now? You're like, yeah. Well, yeah. I just don't like having these dreams where I've just committed it's some just stress. It's just stress. Yeah. I don't understand like the heroes, the people who play hero, like uh, the cashiers um, or the clerks at banks. Like if somebody came in and was like, I'm robbing you and I, it was some business that I didn't own, I'd be like, here you go. Yeah, they're, they're, everyone I believe should be trained to do that. Even That's how they're trained. But, but I think it's just like pe some people react that way when they're, you know, confronted with a deadly weapon. It's like that fight or flight kind of yeah. mentality where they're like, what if they fight and they're like, oh wait, this is an airsoft, never mind. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like that, that people, adrenaline and, sh you know, like someone comes and they think, you're like, Argh! Well, I think it's different if you're trying to like save someone's life. 
But if it's just a thing of like this person wants money from angry. some rich dude, they're just angry that that then here it's just ten, you know it's like adrenaline and anger. I guess that's all it takes. Adrenaline and anger. Yeah, you ever been in a fight? Yeah. No. Thumped someone once. You thumped someone once? Yeah. What I told. I, I, I was like a. There were like twenty people fighting in this pub, and someone was like choking my friend. So I just like shoved the Give back him. of his head. You you thumped. Yeah. Just thumped. Trying to get him to let go, and then I legged it. Yeah. What, well, Brandon? Who'd you fight? Um, I'm pretty sure it was in daycare. Oh, daycare is ru- no, okay, no. Right. Daycare is rough. <laughs> you do not know. No. I didn't go to some like fancy French Compton daycare. daycare. <laughs> it was, it was no, it was rough. I, I, I want to hear the story about the bar fight now. I don't want to hear about Brandon's daycare <laughs> fight. <laughs> I kind of want to hear about it. Did you get an owie? <laughs> uh, I mean, I got or, a. I, or is it a boo boo? The f- first time there was a few. <laughs> I got like what a fucking daycare. You go to that guy. Uh, so you got a black eye? Yeah. In daycare? Yeah, uh, no, I'm telling you. What I'm did sure you do? there's a lot of people who can, uh, just, I mean, kids are bored. You don't have a lot of stuff to play with. So you, you play with a punching eye? What? Yeah, it's like prison. Every- Violence is like what entertains people. I mean, it's, it's you don't have shanks, but like, I mean, you're, you're at daycare for like 12 months out of the year over the course of like, I don't know how many years of your life, stuff's going to happen. You know, it's not often, but you know, there's a what few happened. Times. Do you know? No, I, I I can't remember. It was probably just some trash talk, and then some kid got pissed and some then punched me talk, in the some eye. Daycare trash talk. And then there was another. And my parents were proud of me the first time. And then there was another time where I came out ahead and punched a kid in the lip, um, and I didn't have a black eye. My parents were not happy, but you know, kids get in fights in daycare. Were you ever I wasn't an asshole. Like I'm not. I wasn't a bully. I've never known anyone who got in a fight. I never in got in a fight. Daycare. I do remember anybody wait, out I, there in the studio here. No one. I do. Anyone remember. been in a fight in daycare? Oh, one. No. No. Okay. No. He no. Where did you guys? No. How many of you guys went to daycare for like years? Really? And no. F- You're the only one, Brandon. Don't act like one I, time. Just a normal thing. And I remember to this day. I remember I was playing in the playground, and we were playing around, and I like headbutted a girl <laughs> in the stomach, but it was an accident. And I felt really, really bad. You had butter in the, in the stomach. We were just like, I don't know. Like, was it an accident? It was an accident. I, like, we were just like running around the thing, and somehow I ended up, I think I like went down a slide. I feel like it was a slide that was momentum, and I like hit her in the stomach with my head. And then I felt, she was like, she started crying, and I felt really bad. I don't think that counts as a fight. You should ask Maybe, Meg. She went to the same daycare as I did. If it was like a rough, rough daycare. If she remembers, yeah. Well, hey, what would, what would happen if you'd like what would, what happen <laughs> yeah. if you'd like punched Meg as a child? <laughs> like you got in a and hit a girl. I'm not. So were you there at the same time? I don't think You're the same so. age, aren't you? Yeah, we went to the same daycare in the same elementary school. Um, I think we were the I think we were at the elementary school at the same time, but I I don't know about daycare. Hmm. Yeah, I'll really random. Her. I'll ask her if she had some owies or boo boos. <laughs> so um. We're, last thing I'll talk, we're going to wrap up here pretty soon. I don't think I've told Chris this yet, but I've been trying to force myself to rewatch the Star Wars prequels lately. I don't think I'd seen them since they came out in theater. Uh huh. Fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. So bad. I, you watch I, them I, on Blu-ray? Uh, streaming through uh, iTunes. I can't. I can't. Like I, I can't sit through an entire film at once. Like I have to watch like 
15 minutes, like, okay, that's enough. Like, step away. You, you, have to have a, you need to have a, like a hobby. To, yeah, something else to, going on. Like, you have to be a, an arts and crafts yeah. person. Like. I've only done uh, uh, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. I got, I, I can't bring Which is the worst. Well, you made it, it through, you made it through, you know, the third one's the best of the three. Like, that, I yeah. forgot that in Attack of the Clones, they don't even get to, like, the fight on Geonosis until, like, an hour and 45 minutes into the movie. It's, like, an hour and 45 minutes of love scenes on Naboo and... Fucking finding the cloners and yeah, and there's some rough performances. Like I remember you a scene with you and McGregor and some like slug chef. Oh, and they're oh, like no, no. trying to be chummy, but it looks like you and McGregor, like Obi Wan, is like hitting or flirting with the slug. And I'm just like, is there like a romantic past there or history? And then like his scene with Christopher Lee, like they're both like these are such good actors, and these performances are so terrible. <laughs> it's 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 so bad. It's almost funny. Well, it's, bad writing. You can't. There's nothing you can do with it. Yeah. Didn't Carrie Fisher punch up the scripts? I of thought, the prequels. I thought she did yeah. punch up the ones that she was in. Force Awakens. I know. I don't she know about. Did the prequels? I don't think she did the prequels. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's bad. Yeah. I mean, I've been trying, I'm trying right to get through because after like May the Fourth, after Star Wars Day, you know, everyone replays like episodes four, five, and six. Yeah. Like, I want to, I want to rewatch one, two, and three. So it's been 18 days, and I've watched two of them. <laughs> I just, I can't bring myself to do it. It's rough. Are you excited about the new one? I am. I'm ready. I, I want to see a proper trailer for it, not just this teaser. Don't watch the trailer. I'm gonna watch it. Fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. I'll do what I want. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. So thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, if you're watching live on Monday, stay tuned for CCTV. Couchop is doing their first ever podcast right after us. It's right there on the cockpit. Do you think they'll burn their set down on the first episode? I gotta go to their podcast now and break something that they like. So uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.